0: Nipples. <laughs> Welcome to the Casuals to Degenerates podcast. I'm your host, Luke Probasco. And with me, as always, the group, the boys are back in town. We've got the Baron Bell crew. Welcome. The We're boys getting-
1: are back in town. The boys are back in town.
2: We are getting the band back together.
0: We're back, baby. And I'm not sure if the beginning of the show caught what the Southern Bear said. Uh, if not, that's probably best. But you, the podcast started off with me laughing, which that's probably like the best case scenario of what, of what could have happened.
1: Every once in a while, you throw a little nipples in there, and all of a sudden, get you laughing a little bit. Get me laughing. Well, we had quite the pre-show talk.
0: Um, I'm hoping we we left something to talk about here for this. So. Let's get right into it. Make sure you go out, you download, rate, review the podcast, only five stars for the five-star talent that we bring to this podcast week in and week out. Uh, You don't have to listen to it. Um, Just trust us that it is five-star worthy and just download it. Amen. 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 I don't have a quick hitter, but I do have just a general question for you guys. And it it stemmed from watching the bowl games and then some of the NFL games here, you know, in week 18 when you had backups and and whatnot playing. Jacob, I'll ask you first. When you think of a good football game, what is a good football game to you? What, What does it consist of?
2: For me, there has to be a level of difficulty in scoring. So if we're talking about like a 53 to 48 game, probably, I mean, it's exciting to watch, but at the same time, is it really good football? I don't know. I I like defensive football. I also don't want to watch a zero to three game. Okay. So kind of best case scenario, I'd say like 21, 28. Okay. So I'm like that 2124
0: you want do you want turnovers in your game like do you want there to be some mistakes or do you want it to be like solid execution and it's just you know it's good versus good and you know tip your cap to whatever the defense here or the offense here
2: i mean just because there's a turnover doesn't mean that it's not solid execution defense has to be there to make that play so turnovers are not a turnoff to me okay. now. If you're, if you're Brock Purdy at Iowa State and you're just throwing the ball to the other team for touchdowns, those are bad turnovers. Some of the worst plays I've ever seen in college football, Brock Purdy.
0: Um, I know, like, you were probably in seventh grade at this point, but the Texas-USC national championship game, would that so, be a good game?
2: So um, – if I was in seventh grade, would you have been in eighth?
0: Yep. Okay. Um Wasn't that,
2: yeah, that was so long ago. I was so young.
0: Like you that's what, that's why I kinda asked because like I watched it, but I didn't like watch it, watch it. I, about- watch it oh, I did watch it.
2: Like- I did watch it and I do remember Vince Young just taking over the end of the game. Great game. Great game. Wow. High scoring. But there's there's just a variety of factors on what makes a
0: great game. Tweet, what makes a great game for you?
1: Like, I'm right there with Belleville. I like the mixture of offense and defense. Um, I like the – nobody likes to see a blowout or just no defense. Like, personally, if there's no defense, these massive scoring games, they're kind of boring. Like, it's just touchdown after touchdown. Yes, exciting, but boring. The, yeah, three-nothing games, boring. Give me like a give me like a 35 28 game mm-hmm. but or 28 game but I like to see like maybe an overtime or two like like the Bama mm-hmm. uh, Bama Michigan game that is that was a fantastic game that's what I love to see um, old school if we want to go back to high school days-ish uh, we go to like the uh, Oklahoma Boise State game fantastic game yep. okay. um, so just some like the intricacies like I, I I like turnovers and I like seeing points off turnovers but like I also like to see a team like maybe change some same things like some hook and ladders some different random things that you don't usually see kind of make it fun so
2: here's what I will say though a zero to three game when it's really bad weather always fun. Like when it's just an absolute mess and nothing is going right for
0: anybody, that's fun. So like the 49ers Bears game that was in like that monsoon in like week one or two or whatever it was.
2: Yep. When you just have like random cornerbacks or wide receivers falling down.
0: I remember watching a video of some year, I think it was the Bears and 49ers. And like they were trying to kick field goals, and like as soon as the wind, like it was like end up like nowhere close to the
1: field, (laughs) the field goal post. So so those monsoon games are cool, but then like as an Iowa State fan, the Iowa State K State game, great, awesome. Like we ran the shit out the ball, like and what was there two feet of snow or whatever, stupid on the ground. Like it was great, like that was fun to watch. So was I think every game can has the potential to be exciting. But there are quite a few of them that are just like um, the Georgia versus Florida State game. Not a good one. Not not football. No, that was boring. So what about the
0: Washington-Texas game? Washington kind of had that for most of the time until like kind of like that. Texas is just kind of pesky and st- st- stuck around, had two turnovers, cost of turnovers, but then had that last March where they could have tied it. Was that a good game, or is it like, eh, yeah, Washington kind of controlled that? You kind of felt like Washington should have won it.
2: That was a good game. It was. What I will say is, I was very surprised in that game that Washington was able to deal with uh, Texas's defensive line. Texas's defensive line was crazy good. Really good. Yep. I feel like we were robbed this year of seeing Michigan, Georgia, or Michigan, Texas. I wanted to see those yep. two teams with their offensive and defensive lines go up against Michigan.
1: Cuz I think Michigan
2: I think Michigan loses to both those teams.
1: And unfortunately I think we can say that but then Michigan Alabama gave us kind of an instant classic which was great. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a tough one. But uh, I I also another game that I thought sucked but then was I don't know. Kind of got a little entertaining was the um, uh, Missouri Ohio State game. Okay. Three nothing and looked like an Iowa Hawkeye game, uh, about 4,700 punts. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, Missouri turned it on. I don't know. Like it kind of got a little exciting, but it was still super boring too. So it was boring. Yeah.
0: So yeah, the reason I ask is just because, you know, I've seen a lot of things on Twitter about like, there's too many bowl games. You need to get rid of bowl games. It's not fun. This and that. But I'm like, well, why is it not like what makes a football game? Like not fun or like, you know, you got all these games and I, you know, usually that music city one like, I think it was Purdue and Tennessee, like two years ago is kind of like an offensive and explosion. And then I think this year, Memphis and Iowa state, I mean, while it wasn't, Super close was good. You had Oklahoma and um, Arizona that kind of had a back-and-forth battle. Battle of runs, I guess. I don't know. What were you going to say, Jacob?
2: I don't necessarily think that they need to, like, get rid of bowl games. The reason the the bowl games are coming under scrutiny is because you have situations – I forget the matchup. It was the Syracuse game.
0: Okay, yep. Syracuse
2: Syracuse didn't even look like they practiced. Yeah. That is, like – that's a bad product. There's not even effort there.
1: You know what was a good product, though? The, Deacon the, Hill. What? Deacon Hill. No. The Pop-Tart Bowl, man. That Pop-Tart was fucking rolling. He came out the toaster. Then they ate him at the end. This is elite television, elite football. We need more Pop-Tarts in the NFL.
2: It left... Me with such an impression that I changed my team name to Papa Tart.
1: You did. Amen. Pop tart for the win. This is this is genius. And then the mayonnaise, the guy getting doused with mayonnaise. Who cares about the NFL or like the, the talent on the field, the scoring, the celebrations, eating a pop tart, getting a, a mayonnaise bath, a cheese it bath? These are fantastic. F the football. We're drafting. Bowl games, mascots, celebrations, whatever.
0: All right. Michigan. We're
1: not doing that. You don't want that? No comment? I
0: don't
2: don't want the mayo.
0: Isn't that like the worst? You win a bowl game and you win that. You're like, oh, crap. Now I got to go get a bath full of mayonnaise. Looks like a bunch of semen,
1: you know? Excuse me.
2: Wasn't there that guy? Yeah, there was that guy on uh, 90 Day Fiancé. Never. Got, they called him mayo Head Ed because he used mayo as a conditioner.
1: Huh? How about that, yeah, boy? You watch some different TV shows than us.
2: It's a great show, especially Ed. Ed's great.
1: All right.
0: Michigan is our national champions. The you know Jacob was talking about it. He was like, oh, uh, he was pretty excited about the All Big Ten cha- national championship with Washington yeah. in Michigan. Jacob couldn't stop talking about it. big, no. big. Big Ten guy. Michigan, not a, like what a story. You got the coach that is uh suspended during the year. They're stealing signs. Then they win the Big Ten. You, you've got the commissioner that has to hand over, and then they win the national championship. Like Jim Harbaugh on top of the world. Michigan wins. And then like moments after, everyone's like, All right, Jim, you leaving for the NFL? You go, you go into the NFL? Like, you can't even can't even enjoy the national championship. Thoughts from you guys. Does Jim Harbaugh make the jump to the NFL?
1: I'm going to say, first of all, one of his first thoughts is, is he told everybody he's getting a tattoo. It's 15-0. I believe it's his first tattoo. Good for him. Um, Surprise me. To me... I feel like the hype was he was going to go to the NFL and like, he's going to take one of these jobs. I don't know what job is all that appealing to him. Um, I don't see him jumping. I th- I think if the bears got rid of Eber Flus or whatever his name was, I think he would have rolled. I think he stays at Michigan. I think he signs a little bit better deal than what he was originally offered. And I think he stays there. So
0: Jacob,
2: um, I really don't know, because if he if he's still pursuing like accomplishments, then kind of Super Bowl is the last one that's on there, right?
0: Yep.
2: So, and there's there's a few vacancies right now where next five years, if you do play your cards right, you could potentially find yourself in the Super Bowl. So, I could see him going to the NFL. I guess I. What, I, what I'll never understand is some of these guys are old, right? Jim Harbaugh is no spring chicken.
0: He doesn't like chicken. That's I would scared just... Bird. That's a scared bird.
2: Me, I'd be a scared bird, and I would just collect my check and stay in the college uh, sphere, where he's had a lot of success already.
0: I think he stays. There were rumors that they had a new extension... Um, all made out for him. And then the whole, uh, uh, what's the, the sign stealing guy came out and all that stuff. So they decided, Hey, it's probably not the best time to give you an extension when all this stuff is going on. We'll wait till things die down. And then he goes and wins to the national championship. I think dude just made bank. I think whatever he was going to get paid, he's going to get paid way more. And I think he holds all the cards. If he wants to go to the NFL, I mean, the things that, you know, kind of broke that relationship with the 49ers was he didn't have as much control as he wanted. So if he decides that, hey, yeah, I'm going to make the jump to the NFL, but I'm going to get, you know, like the kind of like be like Bill Belichick of like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this. And if he doesn't get those things, I don't think she jumps also timing wise. I have no idea because he's out there on national signing day last year. uh, Interviewing for the Minnesota Vikings. Like he doesn't care about schedules. When classes start like, Hey, you've got a lot of universities that are starting soon, if not already started. And once you have a head coaching change, You have, you know, fifteen days to get into the portal or thirty days to get into the portal to to switch. But you gotta be enrolled in classes so that you can participate in the fall stuff. I don't know if there'd be an exception or whatnot, but it's like like that it's getting really close that he has got to make a decision if he's gonna care at all about the kids, which he's not going to because none of the coaches really do and they're gonna care about themselves. But I think he has played himself into a huge extension huge payday uh, and stay at Michigan
1: yeah I just like to your point like the coaches don't really care I mean I think we're gonna talk about a few things that are also playing some factors into a lot of that too um with with some new some news that we're coming up with but also like him doing what he's doing parents not hiring an offensive coordinator like these things are like dragging out, dragging out, dragging out, where is it affecting recruiting? Is it affecting all this other stuff? Plus the news we're going to drop here. I mean, everybody knows about Saban. We're we're not dropping anything, but we're going to talk about it. But, I mean, how is this going to affect your team in the future? And so I think all these kind of different things, you can kind of look at it in a different aspect. Like one's an offensive coordinator, two are head coaches. Like it affects recruiting, though. I mean, it, it plays a factor.
2: It does affect recruiting, especially the Iowa not hiring an offensive coordinator is the one that just baffles me. Like they should just make a decision already. Michigan, on the other hand, they have a selling point that isn't coach related. Correct. Like players want to go to Michigan. It's a it's a big time program. Their recruiting is probably going to be fine, even if they put like <coughs> their next head coach is Elmo. Okay. Big Bird is the next head coach. Michigan's still probably going to have a top
0: 20 recruiting class.
1: I would have been more apt to, like, be all in if it was Tickle Me Elmo, not just Elmo.
0: We had that, and that was kind of at Northwestern, and that got the kibosh. They also had a car wash. Yeah, car wash. So, you know, Tweet, you bring it right into the next segment. Brian Ferentz out. At Iowa, he had you know he's he has the stipulation put in his contract thirty points per game, this and that. Um, and it honestly was just this big ploy.
2: It was twenty six that he couldn't hit.
0: Twenty six, okay. I just
2: want to be I just want to be uh very clear. It was twenty six that he couldn't hit.
0: And uh, this is you know subject. obviously knew he couldn't do it, but it was all a ploy because everybody knew Nick Saban was going to retire and Brian Ferentz is going to be you know, the new head coach at. Alabama that's the big news tweet wanted to drop whoo um and if Brian Ferris doesn't get this job at Alabama I don't I don't know why he wouldn't I mean by what kind of offensive stuff he's put out there it, it would shock me if he doesn't get it right tweet it would blow my mind um that was a really good segment. That was a really good, you know,
1: especially with uh, I mean, we've had it, we've had a couple, couple big names drop out of the race already. Yep, so Steve
2: here's a not hot take Alabama names their next head coach before Iowa can name an offensive coordinator.
1: Uh, yeah. guaranteed. Yep,
2: we'll guarantee that they are going to get someone in there very quickly. Because they are not going to lose out on recruits.
1: You heard it here first.
2: They're about winning championships, and Iowa is worried about Kirk.
0: So we got Nick Saban retires.
1: Dan Landing's That's- already turned it down, and Sarkeesian. It's wow. So we've got, I feel like this is a big,
0: big couple days in football. You've got Nick Saban retires, you've got Pete Carroll out, um, doing whatever player, personal player, personnel, whatever they're doing in Seattle. And then you've got, um, Bill Belichick out in in the Patriots. It's like all these big, I don't know when you think of these coaches, like you think of the NFL, you kind of think of Bill Belichick for coach wise, um, and then college, You think of Nick Saban, and you have, like, the faces of these leagues leaving. Who do you think is the new face college coach face of the NCAA? Is it Kirby Smart?
2: I don't think he can be the face. I don't think he has that je ne sais quoi to be the face of college football. I
1: don't even know what the fuck that means.
2: But... Kirby is probably the best coach right now. Yeah. I think the I think the new face, and it's coming.
1: Matt Campbell.
0: Nope. Dan Lanning.
2: He's young. He's hungry.
0: He's only got eight toes.
1: Dion. Dion. Uh, I thought Ed Orgeron. I mean,
2: all time great coach, national champion.
0: He could probably come into Alabama and start recruiting. So who who's going to Bama?
2: Who's going to Bama? Let's get Urban in there. Urban Meyer, come on down. Complete your villain arc.
0: There are there are two leading candidates right now. I'm trying to remember who they are. I don't. Right
2: think it, I don't think it's Deboer.
0: Yeah, it's Kalen Deboer and I don't think uh, he he and uh, Norvell. At Florida State are the I two don't. are the two leading candidates.
1: I also heard maybe or, by famous.
0: leading can- candidates, I mean word on what Alabama wants.
2: I still feel well, like Lane Kiffin would be a good fit.
1: I agree, but I
2: the fan base loves him. If if he went to Alabama, he would be the face of college football. He's got the personality, all that.
1: You know what I want. Pete Carroll, just fucking go. Bring in Pete. He's fun. He's exciting. He's 72.
2: He's been paying players since before NIO.
1: Yeah, it's so much easier these days. It is. Hey, uh, Luke, did you see that news about your boy?
2: Evan Stewart.
0: That one going to uh, Oregon? I sure did. Just making sure yeah I see I, I see all college news tweet do you yeah I deem what's noteworthy and not mm. Okay. Mm. I'm the I'm the NCAA news guy you mm. can talk to, you can talk to Grim. I only care about the NCAA I don't care about the
1: NFL it's clearly because you finished second in the NFL and not second in the NCAA
0: right sometimes you know you overthink things on the NCAA side.
2: Yeah, I guess uh, back to what we were talking about. Um, <laughs> I just don't think Kalen DeBoer is a good fit for Alabama. I mean, you're like down in the Bible belt. So He's, i uh, uh, recruiting these, you know, like Seattle people <laughs> smoking the marijuana. Yeah,
0: a bunch of hipsters. So because Nick Saban retires, players have 15 days. Um, but with classes starting, they need to act act quick. They've lost a couple defensive linemen to Florida State already. Um, being from the Ankeny area, I'm kind of curious on where Caden Proctor, if he stays there or leaves. will be kind of no big news.
1: I don't think Caden's going anywhere. I think he might leave. I think there's a chance. I um, don't think he's going anywhere.
2: I don't think uh, he's he's made a few comments, I believe, about not being happy with the fans and how they've treated him in his freshman season. Yeah. You don't need to be at Alabama to be a lineman.
0: And then uh, I very much believe when the NCAA video game comes out, no way that Nick Saban isn't on the cover of this. And that you know what? That'll make one person in our league, very, very happy. And that's the guy that coaches matter in college football.
1: Coaches won, over everything.
0: One, Jacob Belville. Right, Jacob?
1: Coaches over everything.
2: That would infuriate me, even though coaches are more important in college football than in the NFL. But, like, why would he be on the cover? He's, gonna Dude, be, he's never made a play.
0: He's going to be on the cover, and you know it.
1: That, that man's never made a play, but he's got seven national championships. More plays than any other player.
0: You know, like, you know, he's made such an impact that coaches try to hire people off of his staff to try to get that, you know, Michael Jordan's secret secret sauce, try to figure out things, what he's doing and why he's successful. And people try to imitate it and they can't, it's almost like, you know, the NFL where everyone wants like whoever, like gave a glass of water to Sean McVay got like a head coaching job there for a while.
2: So I just Googled Nick Saban stats and um, it looks like there's nothing for playing. He hasn't made no tackles, no touchdown passes. It's crazy. He's going to be on the front of the game, though,
1: huh? Okay. I think so. He's an elite I, coach. Yep. So
0: uh, I skipped this one, um, but going back a little bit to the national championship, Michael Penix didn't perform as well as uh, maybe he did in the game before. What do you think Michael Penix draft stock looks like going into, the, into this draft?
1: Um, as a fantasy football owner, of Michael Penix, um, a guy who almost dropped him after, after he left Indiana. Um, yeah, he was on my drop cut list, uh, that year in fantasy. And, uh, fortunately I held on to him and paid that helped me. You get second this year. So that was good. We don't, I don't know what you're talking about. That was last year, but anywho. Um, I, I think Penix should not be a highly drafted quarterback. Like I I, I'm saying like highly drafted in like the top 15. I think he drops into the late first round because of his arm talent and his abilities. Um, I think he, he gives a team, kind of what they're looking for. I think there are some fits out there. I don't mind the the Vikings. I don't mind a a few different teams. Uh, So I think he's a late first-round pick, early second-round pick at the latest um, just because of his arm talent. So, Jacob?
2: I'll go early second. Like, will Levis range? Like, there's some questions here.
0: Yep, I am in that Will Levis range, maybe top fifteen picks of the second round, and if he doesn't go there, he plummets to the fourth round. That's when. Um, he,
2: that's let's be quarter. real. Let's be real. Tons of quarterback injuries in the NFL this last year. You might see them bumping some of these other guys up even further, like some of the guys that generally they would wait till the fourth or fifth round. Maybe they're taking them in the third because hey, we don't. Our guys are getting injured.
1: It feels like a quarterback-heavy year because of that. Like, how many how many backups have played? This is a record a this year. A lot.
2: Like, for games started, I think it did set an NFL record.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I think we're on our way to, like, quarterbacks becoming a little more popular. Obviously, the go-up-and-get-your-guy is, is a big thing. But I think the, the second, third, fourth-round guys, I think we're going to see a lot more off because you want that good backup at bare minimum. So
0: all right. Did not read all this, but some FSU news just dropped not too long ago, um, but there's an NIL issue and I'm not totally up um, to speed on everything. Cause this literally like, just happened a couple, like an hour ago, Jacob tweet. Have you seen this? If not,
2: something, something, you can't
0: do that. I don't know. So there was a meeting with um, a booster encouraged a prospect to enroll at Florida State and offered him an NIL opportunity with the collective worth approximately 15000 per month in his first year at school. After the meeting, the booster contacted the prospect and the prospect's mother via text message or phone call. Shortly thereafter, withdrew his name from the transfer portal and remained at the previous school. The prospect didn't enter into the agreement with the booster or receive any related compensation. This is like part of the story. Um, But essentially, it seemed like there was an offensive coordinator and a booster doing some, I don't know how you would be called, shady stuff in a whole NIL worth of. The NCAA nowadays, but there was something going on that, uh, it was OC Alex Atkins and there, him and the collective are going to be hit with sanctions by the NCAA NCAA really grasping, uh, for some power, but here are the list of things that are going to happen to FSU. There's going to be a two year probation a two year show cause order for the assistant coach so that the show cause is that assistant coach can't coach for Florida state for two years. If he is fired or leaves on his own and goes to another school, that school has to show cause that he deserves a job, which pretty much won't happen. Um, but this includes a suspension for the next three regular seasons and a two week restriction on recruitment communication and required attendance at the NCAA regional rules seminar attendance. So it's got to go to a meeting. Woof. a restriction from off campus recruiting during the fall in 2023, a three year disassociation from the booster for the, the school, a one year disassociation from the collective a five thousand plus plus 1% of the football budget fine, a five percent reduction in football scholarships over a two-year probation period, amounting to a total reduction of five scholarships, a reduction in official pay in official visits that are the paid by the school for football program in the 2023-2024 academic by seven. The school will also not roll over its six unused unofficial visits from this last year a reduction in football recruiting uh, communications for a total of 6 weeks during 2023 and 2024 and 2024 2025 and a reduction of the number of in-person recruiting days um, by 6 days and 18 days in the spring
1: did he I also get like herpes that like i don't i feel like that's the only thing you didn't mention
0: That seems like a lot that the NCAA is putting on for For trying to drive drive people with money.
2: Yeah, an NIL violation, and then, but we can have basically cheating go on that is found out and caught, and they get less. Like, if I get a letter from the NCAA and I'm an athletic director, it's going straight in the trash.
0: It says, the school, enforcement staff, and assistant coach also agreed that during the enforcement staff's investigation, the assistant coach violated unethical conduct rules when he knowingly provided false or misleading information, which is kind of like the whole thing of the Harbaugh suspension. I mean...
1: It's, it's weird. I, I, I think Saban's right, though. I think NIL is heading towards... Some restrictions and a little bit more rules. I know there's no really governing power right now, but Saban thinks it's gonna things are going to have to change, and I think that's going to be a part of it for sure.
2: Well, the, um, the NCAA is supposed to be the governing power, but all but all of a sudden, we don't. If the schools don't recognize the NCAA as a governing body, the NCAA can't do anything.
1: Correct. It, and I don't disagree with you. I, I just think there's going to become more rules with this NIL stuff. I have no idea what the fuck Luke just rambled off or what even yeah. happened there. Um,
2: You probably could have stopped reading at some point. That'd be cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. There was a lot of mumbo jumbo and it's kind of like when your doctor is like reading all of his stuff off. And then he finally says you're healthy, you're cancer free, your blood pressure's fine. And, you have fine cholesterol. You're like, okay, that's all I really needed to hear, except for the doctor's you
0: know, reading all that kind of stuff. Talking. You're probably not
1: having a good health tweet. Oh, no, you're having a, You're having a great day. Like you're good to go. You just kept reading off like random sanctions. Like you cannot.
0: Touch- I don't think I re- read off
1: random you sanctions. You can't touch it three years given. because you talked to this guy for for too long. I was, san- like, I was just
0: reading what the sanctions were. They weren't random. God, they were so random. You can't
2: go. You can't go within two thousand feet of a school.
1: Yeah, because
2: you tried to pay this kid to play football. Yeah.
1: Also, so it'll be interesting out on the monkey bars,
0: you fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Florida State um, and going forward. I don't know if it's really going to matter at all.
2: We are the NCAA and we have video evidence of you using a tobacco product on campus. (laughs) You're
1: fired. (laughs) Mike McDaniel would be so mad. So
0: the deadline to declare for the NFL draft is January 15th. We had a slew of, uh, people like uh, Marvin Harrison jr. Today, um, I think Jalen Polk not too long ago declared Real Madunze. Uh, Jalen McMillan, I think, was either today or yesterday. Uh, oh, but haven't heard anything about Travion Henderson. You have Quinshawn Judkins. I don't know if we mentioned that last time or not. Um, it's
1: about him transferring, not where he was going. No, oh, he's he going to protection. Ohio
0: State. He's going to Ohio State. You got Emeka Ibuka coming back to school, pulling a, a little Chris Olave. You know, so I'm kind of curious on if Travion Henderson comes back or not. But we only have four days left before uh, the deadline to declare. Jacob, you're uh Davey, Devi deve is it Deve Savant? Um, what do you think about Ameka Obuka coming back for a senior year? Stock up, stock down for Ameka Obuka.
2: Oh, it's stocked down. Now, the reason it's stocked down is because he's going to come back his senior year and he's going to hope that the production is what it was for his sophomore year. But there's a lot of question marks around this offense right now. So the Will, only thing that I Will feel... Howard? Will Howard?
1: Yeah, that's the question mark tweet. Yes. He wasn't on last week, so I was just curious his take on that. Oh,
2: Will Howard? I think I actually like Will Howard. Okay. I think he's an upgrade from McGord, but that's just me. I think he has a way better arm. But anyways, um, the only thing that I feel very con- like confident about with the Ohio State offense to put up points is probably the running game. And now you might have that volume being split between two backs if Travion comes back, and then you got Egbuca. Who primarily was working out of the slot? I believe. Does he move outside to where Marvin Harrison Jr. was? Because I feel like Carnell Tate has to be in the slot.
0: Yep, I think so. And he's kind
2: of the next man, next man up as far as right now. So then, who plays outside? Do they force Igbuka out there, even though he's you know more six foot two hundred, obviously a very good
0: athlete, but he's like a yak guy. So, you kind of want him? Jeremiah sp- Smith start day one.
2: It's kind of looking that way to me, potentially.
0: Verified, uh, coming in at the uh, All American Bowl at 6'3, 210 pounds.
1: Wow. So the check, number one guy,
0: he,
2: checks, he yeah. checks about every single box that you could want in a wide receiver prospect.
1: But did he sign his letter of intent? You know, that was the big deal. He did. He did his pen never touched the paper so awesome.
0: anyways so uh, so
1: uh hey
2: so I'm going stock down I'm going stock down
1: okay tweet
0: if that's
2: coming back you're taking a lot of risk because what if he what if he has another 600 yard year
1: I don't I don't disagree I don't agree but uh, I feel like I have to make it known uh, we're so close to the deadline and uh, I just want to let everybody know. I am not going to declare for the draft this year. You're going to go to school another year. I'm coming back to the pod, guys. I'm coming back to the pod. I want everybody to know I'm coming back. I could have gone pro. I could have been on the McAfee show, <laughs> but Bear's back.
2: You could have been isn't. the first 35 year old early declare.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, I I, I, I heard. But there was gonna be an opening with uh Aaron Rodgers no longer being on the McAfee show, but it sounds like he came back today. So yeah. Seems like well, your hand was more sort of forced, tweet. I mean, no, like, no. I, had, had, the, I
1: had the invite. I turned I turned the McAfee show down to stay on the Baron Bell. So well, I think we got big things coming, uh senior bowl invites, things like that. So I think we're gonna be we're gonna be making a big big comeback here.
0: Professional transitions by Aaron Tweet reading a show sheet really lead me into the next thing. We got senior bowl invites. I'm going to list the, the players going to the senior bowl in case you've missed them. The thing that I have been intrigued about is there have been a handful of guys that have accepted shrine bowl invites that then were offered senior bowl invites and then go to the senior bowl instead of the shrine. And Last year, the Shrine Bowl kind of made some moves on you know having better talent there, Zay Flowers being one of them, and they kind of were doing it again, and then all of a sudden the Senior Bowl starts poaching guys from there. So I'm wondering if they're, they're getting some money to show up to the Senior Bowl too. Um, but we've got Tennessee quarterback Joe Milton, South Carolina quarterback Spencer Rattler, Bo Nix from Oregon, Michael Pratt from Tulane, Sam Hartman from Notre Dame. Uh, let's see here. Those are the quarterbacks. Running backs, um, we've got a Dylan Lobb from New Hampshire, Cody Schrader from Missouri, Marshawn Lloyd, USC, uh, Keami Vidal from Troy, Rasheen Ali for Marshall. That was kind of a shocker. Vidal and, and Ali were kind of shockers for me. Um, we've got Ray Davis for Kentucky that's going. We've got Jalen Wright from Tennessee, uh, Jacob's boy, Jalen Wright, Theo Johnson, tight end, Penn State, uh, Brevin, Span, Ford, Minnesota, A.J. Barner, Michigan, Ben Sanat, uh, Kansas State, Jaheem Bell, Florida State, Jared Wiley, TCU, Xavier Leggett, wide receiver, South Carolina, Devontae Walker, North Carolina, Roman Wilson, Michigan, Malachi Corley, Western Michigan, Jamari Thrash, Louisville, or, sorry, Louisville, Louisville, Jaquan Jackson from Tulane, Marcus Rosemary Jack Saint Georgia, Ladd McConkie, guys going to tear it up, uh, you know, the next Wes Welker, next Jordy Nelson in right tweet. Then we've got uh, Ricky Pearsall from Florida, Johnny Wilson from Florida State, Brennan Rice from USC, Jacob Cowing from Arizona, Ianna Smith, Texas State, Luke McCaffrey from Rice, and Jordan Whittington from Texas all have accepted their Senior Bowl invites. Anybody on that uh, roster there that Jacob you're excited to, to lay eyes on or, or uh, get some measurements from.
2: Um, I'd probably be excited just to hear how Jalen Wright looks with like all the other backs there, just cause he split so much time with Jabari small, but he averaged seven yards a carry in the sec. So kind of just want to, see what people think like eye test wise with him because I think he's going to test really well and I think he's big so there's that then Johnny Wilson I'm a Johnny Wilson fan
0: he's a big tall guy
2: I want him to be a tight end yeah I think he would crush
0: tweet
1: anybody on here that you'd be excited to hear see where they go I'm just, uh, like, super excited to see Graham Mertz, Donovan Edwards. Uh, I don't know, this Jay Brown guy, J.C. Horn. Just a lot of guys from Tim Team Graham Reaper. you know? Like, I just feel like.
0: Oh, they're all coming back?
1: I feel like they're all going to be great in the season. You know who I'd be really
0: excited for?
1: To hit my NFL
0: team next year. Donovan Edwards. I mean, that's who I'm excited about. I
1: bet you four were. days
0: to four days, Grim, to declare. Dude ain't declaring. He's coming
1: back. I'm gonna dude, be dude honest ain't. with you guys, though. I didn't pay any attention to the list that Luke listed off. That's why I just listed team players that were on Grim's team. As you all know, none of them were invited to the Senior Bowl, not because they were underclassmen, but because they suck. So, you know, it just is what it is.
0: I think I'm most excited to see what the NFL thinks. Like, running backs, I don't feel like the the drills and stuff set up well to give you much information on running backs. So, wide receivers is where I'm looking at. And I really want to know what the NFL thinks of Devontae Walker. Like, how high can he go? I think he's a really solid player, really special. I'm kind of curious if he can make a name for himself or if Lad McConkie can be a buzz. But I am th- I am taking anybody who leaves after day one or day two, got like Puka Nakua type news, and you're a round four, round five type guy, and, you know. I think
1: as to- sneaks into the first round. Who? Tez. Okay.
2: That's the hottest take I've heard in a while. Um... One thing I will say, it's always fun to get, like, verified measurables from the fine bowl. Yep. And one guy that – because you said Cowling's gone. Yep. I think Cowling is small. I I want to confirm. Remember when Derek King went and he was, like, (laughs) 5'8"?
0: Derek King is now the – I feel like he's a quarterback's coach or an offensive coordinator for some team. I think maybe offensive –
2: Anyways, he was, at, at like, Miami, he was listed, like, six foot, 200. And then he goes there, and he's, like, 5'8", 125.
1: <laughs> give, give me Tez over Brian Thomas in the first round all day.
0: Give me Brian Thomas over
1: Tez. Nope. It's Tez's fifth year. Tez Te, Tez got screwed this year. And I want to He's you, talking you, about you.
2: Tess Johnson right yeah.
1: now. No, Devontae Walker. No, I know. He's a Tess Johnson. Oh.
0: All right. Well, no one's <laughs> listening to what tweet said. I'm also really curious on what Spencer Rattler does. Uh highly thought uh thought of well, So out. Tess Johnson's
1: great by the way. You fucks
0: Um, So, you know, he goes to Oklahoma, five-star prospect. Then you got Caleb Williams comes in. He's kind of had an up-and-down year. He was on that quarterback show where it sounds like he was uh, not a nice dude to anybody else, kind of a dick. But, uh, yeah, I'm kind of curious on what Spencer Rattler does for his stock at, at this.
2: I bet he looks good in that setting.
0: But that is
2: same with Pratt. Pratt's gonna probably look good too.
0: But that is our NCAA news. Only about fifty minutes into it. All right, that leaves you plenty of time for the NFL news.
2: Let's talk about the thing that doesn't matter the most in the NFL, and that's coaches'
0: fantasy team. Excuse me. Well,
2: that okay. The thing that matters
0: second least. Okay. I think that's actually like fourth least because. (laughs) He didn't, he didn't win any money. He got fourth. He
2: okay. had a good team. He finished fourth. Can he I just do my money. news? Can I do my news? Okay. So head coaching vacancies in the NFL. We got Arthur Smith in Atlanta. I
0: think everybody's
2: pretty happy about
0: that. He gone.
2: Got Riverboat Ron in Washington. He's gone. He gone. I like Riverboat Ron. So that's a little sad. Then you got Frank Reich in Carolina. He gone. Josh McDaniels in Las Vegas. He gone. Brandon Staley in the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. He gone. Mike Vrabel at Tennessee. A little bit surprising. He gone. Pete Carroll, Seattle.
1: He gone, kind of.
2: Bill Belichick. He gone. Ooh, gone. Then we have potential vacancies. So these are three People that I think either should be fired or the seat's getting hot. What? We got Robert Sala, who's 18 and 33, is the head coach of the New York Jets.
1: Get him out of here.
2: Get him out of here. Got Matt Eberflus for the Bears. He is a whopping 10 and 24 as a head coach. Hmm. All with Justin Fields. Crazy. But we should pay Justin Fields?
0: Okay. Well, they did get rid of their offensive and defensive coordinator, and Eberfluss is still there.
2: He doesn't have any weapons, right? Oh, you got DJ Moore. What is it? Like, what's the story with the Bears? Do they? They don't do have
1: a running back. Anymore. Do they want to be good? No,
0: they don't. I heard they were going to draft a running back named Matt Forte. Wow.
1: Stop giving Grim a hard on.
2: Then, my spiciest one, Whew. I think the seat is getting hot for Nick Sirianni.
0: You don't think he's watering, you know, fertilizing his plants? Nope. He I forgot
2: his, to? His plants are not growing right now.
1: I, I like that spicy take, and I do not disagree. As, as a Steelers fan, I also would like Tomlin gone. I don't think it's going to happen, but uh, I think the Sirianni take is hot as hot can be. Here's the rea-
2: here's the reality, Chip Kelly. He went ten and six two years in a row. Then things got weird. That that second ten and six season, the team did not play well. Like sometimes it's about how you play too, and like the perception from the fans. It's just not going well in Philly right now. So if we say we get routed on Monday, not going to be good. Then we go into next year and we have say we're 8-9 and next year, he's gone. He's gone.
1: I I think the team's already kind of losing. Like, there's a lot of talk. I mean, there's talk everywhere, but...
0: Yeah, a lot of people talk. talk. A lot of of people have mouths. Words will come out.
1: A bunch of locker room talk about players, you know, not being happy, not being happy with coaching, A.J. Brown included. I don't know. I... I feel like, I feel like the odds-on favorite to go to the Super Bowl and win it is honestly the odds-on favorite now this year to be the first one out of the playoffs. Like, it, and I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's all coaching. I don't know if it's you know big big Sal or big Dom or whatever his fucking name was. Like, I have no idea what's going on, but it's interesting.
0: It seems like Shane Steichen maybe meant a little bit more to that offense
2: coaches don't matter now let me explain something to you tweet let me explain something to you tweet the eagles can't be the first eliminated because they play on monday and we got a bunch (laughs) of teams that are going to be eliminated on saturday and sunday
1: Including, including the chiefs on the peacock network there's our plug uh, they're sponsoring us this week. <clears throat> Excuse
2: me. That game. that game okay, you wanna talk about a bad game? That game's gonna be like 17 to 3 Miami in the cold weather on the Peacock network where you have to buy an extra subscription.
1: I hope Tyreek Hill literally freezes out there. So Why? did you
0: say did you say Tyreek Hill or Tiger Kill? <laughs>
1: I I meant to say Tiger King, but uh, excuse me.
2: Carol Baskin.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: So what's actually going to happen? husband whacked him.
2: So basically what I'm saying is, okay, these teams all have head coaching vacancies. I can see maybe one, two, three, four. So five of these teams may or may not have a winning record next year, but one thing's for sure we're gonna have a bunch of head coaching vacancies again next year because a third of the league has a losing record every single year in the NFL. So I don't know where I was going with that. So, so it's so interesting had a really good point
1: that, though To me, I think that kind of brings us back to our like uh, Harbaugh thing.
2: Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna go somewhere. There's no guarantee that he wins, and then
1: he's he's done in two, three years. Like I get it, you can always go back to college, but like at this point, like what's the point? Why not just roll out at Michigan? You're you're on top of the world, and you're not going anywhere for seven, eight years now because you want a national title. Like,
2: well, and the other reality is you can always go back to college. You can't always go back to a Michigan. Correct. Those, those jobs better not open up very often.
0: Shouldn't sure it? So yep. the, the thing that I really want to point out here is we're getting to that the NFL really recycles coaches. It's just this coach goes from this team to this team and this team to this team. It's it's the old boys club. Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick gone. We're gonna have probably some new faces. So I will be curious if it is Harbaugh or, or – it gives an opportunity to, there's two people that aren't in the rotation that are typically in the rotation. And then what if Mike Vrabel – He's going to the Patriots. Takes the
1: job at Alabama. Nope. I like, like that. I like that a lot, but I think yeah. he's going to New England.
0: I mean, I, it would make I sense really if like he went that. to New England. I mean, granted, he went to Ohio State, but like – that's a real I don't know. That's it's an interesting, interesting. There's also
1: something I read on fucking Twitter earlier that they push Ryan Day out and Vrabel's coming in. I'm like Jesus. <laughs> a little late for that, but here since we go.
2: We're, since we're talking hypotheticals, hyposhmedicals, Yeah. Here's one for you guys. Josh Heupel takes yeah. the Atlanta job. mm that would be hot, at least for the offense. I don't know what the defense would do.
0: You know, that that probably means, uh, what's his name? The offensive coordinator for the Lions probably gets a head coaching job. Brian mm-hmm. Johnson. Brian Johnson. Maybe that means he gets his.
2: How many Brian Johnsons are there?
1: Who knows? I'd, I'd venture to say a lot. And uh, when you said hot, I I'm pretty sure Nate is actually sweating.
2: Hot even as in H A W T. Let's get Heipel out of Rocky Top and into Hot Lanta.
1: Hot Lanta. Yeah, Nate, Nate is he's drooling right now. You know he's drooling right now. He can't even hear what we're saying. He is drooling.
2: I also just want to see like if those offensive concepts that he runs with Tennessee would work in the NFL or not. Because I really don't know. But get give give me Vrabel. field in half every play,
1: right? Yep. Give me Vrabel to the Patriots. I love him at Alabama, but give me he's going to the Patriots. I think Kraft can't. I don't think Kraft can say no to the Vrabel coming in. So
2: especially if like he offers him a massage, like a coupon.
1: Yeah. Well, gets, is Sean gonna be the quarterback too. Maybe they need one. Flacco's got Cleveland on lockdown.
2: Like two more wins, and Flacco's the
1: starter next year. (laughs) Yeah. Flacco gets like a five year deal at that point, like,
2: and a statue. (laughs) Cleveland hasn't won in the playoffs for so long. Like, they'd be like, Flacco.
0: (laughs) I do have an NFL question for you guys. Ooh. Rookie of the year. Is it CJ Stroud or is it Puka Nakua?
2: Puka.
1: Offensive yeah. side, right? Obviously. Uh... Yeah, CJ Stroud leads the.
0: I, I know, want. I want
1: CJ. I think. I think he's doing more with less.
0: I think it's Puka. I think Puka. you can't. he you set the receptions and yardage as a that i mean that rams team was supposed to be bad turns out it was a little bit better probably outperformed also you got stroud coming in as a quarterback he missed some games and still set some some good records i think it's puka
1: so so like to me like the the rams supposed to be bad like i don't understand that whole whole situation they still have aaron donald still triple teamed still a great player they they still have uh obviously cooper cup didn't play a whole year, but he played enough, made some differences. Puka played great. He still had Matthew Stafford as his quarterback. Like,
0: well, the fact that you don't understand a tweet explains a lot. But I, the, I, I think, um, and
1: then Kyron Kyron Williams coming through, playing great. I like what did what did Stroud have like outside of Tank Dell? Well,
2: it looks like Nico Collins is like a top twelve wide receiver in the league right now. And okay, then, well,
1: well, so is and Chris then you've so got
2: Tink Dell, who looks like he's actually a baller. So you now you have two legit weapons. So we can't say he has nothing.
1: So so he's got it's two like the Justin Fields debate where they're like, We need but, Justin
2: Fields to have more weapons.
1: But is Stafford better more? than Stroud? What coming into this year? Was Stafford better than Stroud? Yeah.
2: Stafford was really bad last year.
1: Stafford was injured last year, too. But uh, anywho, uh, but my vote goes to Puka. That's my made vote. A
2: tomato tweet. Injured, bad.
1: I I I would like to side on the side of a wide receiver, but I mean honestly, I if I were to give it to anybody, I'd love Tank Dell too. Like Tank Dell had a great year. Um, Over got, Puka, injured the last few years or fast last few years. All right. We're cutting you off. He's got a better quarterback. We're going to move. By far. Tweet, tweet. I
2: don't know what you have against Polynesians, but Puka deserves this award. He's not going to get it, guys. He might not get it. He deserves
0: it. And Nate's this huge Texans fan, Jets fan, Falcons. Like, I don't understand Nate and who he affiliates with anymore. So... Whatever, Nate. Our last piece of league news as we creep in on our hour here: injured, didn't play well. Tomato, tomato. Potato, potato. Potato, potato. Tajay Spears. Tajay Spears versus Traylon Burks touchdown. Hot one. Nate takes it over Jacob, saying that. Tajay Spears would score more touchdowns than Traylon Burks. Tomato-Tomato, Traylon Burks with zero touchdowns. Is he bad? Is he hurt? Tomato-Tomato. Tajay with two touchdowns Can Tage I just, say something? In Can I just week. say something? He's After I'm done talking, more. he had three huge carries for 25 yards and a touchdown. Three dominant there. receptions for 41 yards and a touchdown. Good for 21.6 points. Tajay... Beats Burks, three to 0. Oh. Jacob, what do you got to say? He's got
1: asthma.
2: <laughs> all I'm going to say is like, not all injuries are created equal. And sometimes, tomato, tomato. sometimes it's not tomato, tomato. It's actually tomato. And this is a tomato situation where the injuries mattered.
1: I think he's just got asthma.
2: No, no, I, I just feel that, like
1: he can't run no good because he can't breathe.
2: He got rid of the asthma, and then the knee issues came
1: Oh, oh. Next year, it might be like back spasms. We'll see. <laughs> Next year, he might be looking for a new team. Well, That'd be based good. on a first-round draft pick.
0: I don't know if he'll be looking for a new team or the Titans will be looking for a new wide receiver.
2: Tweet, your team drafted Kenny Pickett. Don't talk to me about waste of a first-round oh. Draft pick.
1: Jenny Pickett,
0: he's going to be back this week,
1: right? No. Tweet? He's no. starting, right? First no. round draft pick, he's starting. Jenny Pickett to pick. is an elite backup quarterback to Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph, that's Mason, right. Rudolph. That Mason
2: Rudolph. Rudolph's got a dent
1: in his head, <laughs> made him smarter somehow. Green <laughs> defenses,
0: but that's going to do it for us tonight. I'll try to get you out here in an hour. That's Tweet, that's Jacob. I can't even say start your studs anymore. Go research 2024 uh, incoming freshman if you haven't. If you haven't, you're already behind. Um, And we're going to try to get our new league manager in for an interview here. Wild card. We need to know what he needs. Does does he need to trade? What's he looking for? Wild card. That'll do it for us tonight. Titties and beer.